Alright, what's going on guys? Here we are for another episode of Cognizant Incognizance. We got episode 14 this week, 014. And uh, first episode of the new year. First episode of 2019, which is awesome. Happy New Year, everybody. I hope we rang it in with our closest friends. And even if you didn't, I hope you had fun regardless. Um, got a very interesting episode, although it's, it's going to be interesting for me, maybe not so much for you guys. Um, but year in review episode today for sure. Of course, as always, I'll give you my 10 cents for thought. Um, and I want to share... A little bit of the positives, a little bit of the negatives for my 2018, what I accomplished, what was left undone so I can, you know, work on that shit. And then I want to talk about some goals for 2019, which everybody knows goal setting, pretty important, kind of hard to get anything done if you don't know what you're supposed to be getting done. So, um, sorry. Anyway, um, yeah, without too much further of an addition. Too much further ado yeah without further ado yeah that's that's what i meant to say um here's my first penny yeah definitely better than i was yesterday here um mostly because i started to get back into my routine today and it's always good to be in a routine um you know, I, I was just off from work for the better part of two weeks, almost 14 days. It was like 12 days off doing just nothing but whatever I wanted, which was good, but also not so good. Um, so it was, I'm definitely progressing in the right direction again today after I just, you know, allowed myself to kind of go off the rails for a week or two. Um, so back to my routine, that's good. Um, it's good to get back to kind of a disciplined routine, just that's good for your character, which is my second penny. Um, so, I, you know, I got to be accountable to when I show up to work and when I take my lunch and when I what I actually do during the day and everything. So that that's good. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of coming around back to that after a few days off or after a week off. Um, I did definitely, I gave my best to the best of my ability. I didn't have my crazy performance or anything like that at work today, but I did what I could considering I'm a little off. I was pretty sure that I was going to forget how to do my job <laughs> by the time I got back. So I was gone for so long, but, um, so yeah, that, that, that was good. I, I shadowed with, um, with a guy today just he was watching me go through my process listening to me talk to a few people um just you know kind of showing him the ropes so that was good it's it's always good to be able to share some tips and tricks of the trade with someone who's just starting out or somebody who's less experienced than you and i guess that's a solid little marker of my own progress if i'm able to you know be relied upon to share some stuff with someone else um so that was good that was definitely really good um what did i learn new today um what did i learn new today i guess i learned that um neanderthals or whatever whatever version of humans whatever pre uh, predecessor was alive during the neolithic era which i think was neanderthals whoever had they had gold, so it's probably Neanderthals. Um, but they, 
this is something that I think a lot of politicians talk about now, a lot of activists are talking about now, is the distribution of resources. And I think most people, myself included to some degree, you think about unequal distribution of resources in like a in the here and now modern context. And I mean, when I when I think of unequal distribution of resources, I'm thinking of like things going all the way back to like slavery, like the Egyptians obviously had a like you take it all the way back to there like it was obviously a very unequal distribution of resources between egyptians and their slaves royalty and their subjects in like feudal um you know feudal societies um any things like that that's what i think of but apparently going all the way back to the neolithic age the concept of unequal distribution of resources based on you know power or competence within a certain group it goes all the way back to the to the gold like to when people started first making gold like gold weapons and all that kind of stuff um so the the most competent members of the tribe or the leaders of the tribe the biggest baddest warriors in the tribe when they would die they would get buried with all the gold because they deserved all the gold based on their competence at a certain task um so i guess that's what i learned today um which isn't really relevant to anything currently other than to remind people that it's a problem that's persisted forever in humanity. Um number 5 have I made healthier choices? Yeah, I think I definitely have made healthier choices. Um I did today at least like I'm I'm not going uh to a party that my friends from work are having. Well, my friend from work is having a party at his apartment and I'm not going to go to that because oh, I'm doing this obviously. Uh, but then I got to go to the gym after that. So, you know, healthy choices all around, I suppose. I do need to go shopping, so I'm going to have to like order food or something unfortunately tonight, but um number 6 if I protected my planet. Mm, yeah, sure. I'm still not a vegan, so I'm still a piece of shit, I guess. Um but, you know, doing my doing my best on a day-to-day basis, I suppose to just not make things worse than they already are. Um have I expressed my love for my family and friends? Yeah, for sure. For sure. I saw a bunch of friends over the while I was on break or while I was on vacation from work here. I saw a bunch of friends that I haven't seen. Some of them I haven't seen in over a year. Um so, you know, it was amazing to see people. Um you know, I I won't shout them all out by name. I could It's a lot of people though. I saw I saw this weekend I saw probably between 8 and 10 people that I haven't seen in over a year, which was amazing. Um and that's not even all the, you know, I I there I couldn't have possibly I would have needed a whole other week off to coordinate the time needed to see all of my friends that live in the New York City area, which is unfortunate. Um but, you know, I I'll I'll see everyone again eventually, which is a goal of mine for sure. Um but I I do the the ones that I did have the chance to see over the weekend while I was there um you know that's all it is is love. That's all that's all you can do is express love, you know, for people that you've known for years and that have had a, you know, a, an effect on you emotionally and in some cases physically. We do we get a little crazy. Um but you know, letting people know that you're thinking about them is it's a really important piece and I was able to do that over the weekend for a bunch of people that I haven't 
done that for recently. So that was a good feeling. Um, on a less positive note, I don't have any spouses to spend quality time with, um, mostly because I screw that up every time. We'll talk about that when I get to the negatives of 2018. Um, <laughs> do I bear any grudges against anyone? No, not really. I don't really have the time for that. That goes along with making healthier choices too, which is a healthier mental choice. It's kind of just not, I don't know. I don't have the time to hold a grudge for more than like a day or more than a little while. Like, I just don't, it's so unproductive for everyone involved which is a shame that so many do do that and i try not to do that but you know we all we all have our pitfalls um, we all kind of make mistakes and do things we shouldn't and say things we shouldn't so and uh last but not least here the final question polishing off the dime here am i content with my life just not i'm I think what I am content with in my life, I'm content with aspects of my life, but as a whole, not content with it. But I think the main thing that I am content with about my life right now, I'm content to recognize that I am not content with where I am. Content that I'm not, you know, I have goals and I'm content to establish them and thrive in the face of whatever perceived adversity is out there but i think really what i'm content for is the ability to go out and make things happen and to be to be happy on a day-to-day basis i'm content with that um so there's my um my 10 you know my 10 cents for thought love sharing those with you guys hate doing them love sharing them um so for the year in review and this is kind of like a a macro look at the at the ten cent, the different aspects of my ten cents. Um, the just looking at the positives and the negatives. What I was, what I accomplished, what was left undone in 2018, so that I can kind of prioritize that and fit it into my my goals for 2019 and beyond. Um, and if you, obviously most people at this point, if not every person, has social media in some form or another, so you know you're definitely seeing every you know, every influencer and their mothers, sisters, uncles, brothers, cousins, 78 times removed is posting their, you know, year in review collages. Oh, this is what I did all year. This is how things happened. And this is where we went and all that kind of stuff. Right. So, <coughs> excuse me. Um, so yeah, this is, this is kind of my version of that. And this is the, the medium that I would prefer to put it out in just because I don't really post that frequently on Instagram. And I don't really, I mean, the, my tweets are just not like this. My tweets are just nonsense most of the time. Um, and then I don't really use Facebook except for when I'm posting one of these episodes. So uh, this is probably the best place for me to share my year in review for 2018. Um some positives about 2018 that I have, you know, what I've accomplished, things that I've done, things that have happened that have been a positive influence on me. Um, there's actually been, yeah, there's actually been quite a few now that I'm thinking about it. Um, big one got a better job, which those of you who are familiar with my former place of employment, nothing wrong with the, you know, the people there. I just didn't, it wasn't what it, it did. It didn't work for me you know, and I found a job that, 
a pays me better b the atmosphere is more my more um geared towards my personality a little bit more freedom to do what i want and get work done the way that i want um better it's an industry that's more interesting to me and more compatible with my skill set and my knowledge base so that's good and um yeah it it i mean i'm i'm a big technology guy i love technology and so make working in the in, in an industry that's focused around computer software and artificial intelligence is much better for me than anything else so um I read more books this year than I've ever done, which is maybe a side effect of my own personal goals, which was to read more books and learn more now that I'm out of college. Um, I think I read like 12 or 13 books this year, something like that, which isn't that many by some people's standards, but it's more than I've ever read in a year. I've never read more than 10, I don't not that I can recall, so that's good. Um I put a big emphasis on improving myself this year. I had, you know, I had some setbacks personally and and eh, not really professionally, but you know, I think when you deal with anything that's in any bit of adversity that when it comes down to it, the only way to get over that adversity is to face it and to kind of turn your turn inward a little bit and focus on what aspects of your personality are a allowing you to end up in that situation in the first place and b what aspects of your personality are going to be a, a benefit to you and are going to help you overcome those things so i think the focus on not just on myself but on improving myself and the focusing on being a better version of myself was a huge net positive for me in spite of any other setbacks or any negativity that's happened um I met some cool new people this year for sure. Um I lost some some people as well from my life which I guess could be a good thing as well. Um I regained some contact with some old friends on a couple different occasions which was really good. That's always fun, especially if they're people that you've shared, you know, emotional bonds with in the past. It's good to reconnect with those bonds and kind of reforge them. And the last one is in both columns. Oh, excuse me. I'm exhausted. My sleep schedule is all messed up from the from the last week. Um this one's a positive and a negative. I'll go I'll uh, deal with it as a positive aspect first, which is I moved out of my house. Um and I moved into an apartment in 2018, which was a, a really positive thing for me. It was a positive happenstance for me because um where I was living and this doesn't this is saying nothing of my family or the surrounding people or any of my friends that live out that way but I felt that where I was living was too far away from the action and the the places that I need to be and need to go to kind of work on myself and so I was feeling really stifled and kind of suffocated living where I had been living so it was it was a really really mentally um mentally positive and just positive in every aspect every sense of the word to get out of there and to move into a place that I can really kind of call my own I have a roommate and st- stuff like that still but um more much more private and there's more room to grow so to speak you've taken the uh you've taken the tomato out of the store bought little crate and you've put it in the giant planter now um 
some negatives of 2018, which there are definitely some negatives. Um, crashed my car again. That's not good. That's like the third time I've done that. Um, so should probably focus when I'm driving on the road and not be screwing around and doing other shit. Um, even though only one of them was really, this one was the only one was really my fault, but regardless, anyway, not important. Um, another negative, I, I screwed things up with a few different, um, girls that I was dating just through me being me naturally. Um, you know, it's bound to happen. It is what it is. Sorry, ladies. Um, you know who you are. <laughs> um, but so that's why I keep having to answer question eight when I ask myself that I keep having to answer it negatively without any kind of a positive outlook on it is because I've had yeah I've had my chances we all have our chances and you know you make mistakes you make your bed you got to sleep in it so anywho um I also lost touch with some of my friends that I never thought I would in 2018 just whether it was us growing apart me drifting away from them, them drifting away from me, whatever the case may be, I've, I've realized towards the end of the year that, um, you know, some people that I've been close with over the years, I'm not so close with anymore, which it is what it is. There's, there, there's, it's not a positive or a negative in and of itself. Um, you know, I don't have any ill will towards those people because we're not as close, but generally speaking, that's an unfortunate thing. Um, Especially when they're people that you've, you know, historically been close with. Um, and then the last but not least, that's, this is the kind of major o- overarching one. The last one is moving out of my house. <laughs> Excuse me. Pardon me. It's moving out of my house. Um, and, and that's just because I don't see my family that often anymore. I see my brother more than I see my dad. Um, but I, it was it was good to see them over the Christmas holiday. But I really don't see that them, them that often anymore. We just talk like a couple times a week now instead of every day. Um, so overall, I'd say 2019 or 2018 was, you know, a net positive year, both personally and professionally. I definitely had less quote unquote fun than previous years, especially 2016 and 2017. Um, but that's to be expected. You know, you can't have fun all the time is however unless you're unless you're Kramer and then you would say here's to feeling good all the time um but you can't feel good all the time you really can't you get sometimes you got to buckle down and and recognize when the time for fun and when is the time for you know responsibilities and you know necessary action to achieve what you need to achieve and so I, I think 2018 I definitely had less fun in the traveling department I didn't travel abroad at all this year I didn't go I didn't travel internationally. Um, I did travel a little bit. Like I went down to New York City a couple times, did things like that. I went to a couple other, I went to Buffalo a couple times, did shit like that. Um, But yeah, so no traveling. And, you know, we'll get to this in a second, but one of my goals is to kind of find my limits for 2019 and beyond. Um, Why don't we just actually go to it now? The reason I say I want to find my limits, um, as you may know, I'm a pretty big Jordan Peterson fan. He's and anyone who doesn't know Jordan Peterson, he's a uh, Canadian clinical psychologist. He works at the University of Toronto, and he's gotten some really 
he's come into some really huge fame recently because he's he has a specific way of looking at things that's both both appealing to the popular culture and appealing to the intellectual aspect of you know analyzing culture and analyzing society and so one of one of my goals is inspired by something that I've heard him say which um is just to keep track of what I'm engaged in and and how, for how long I'm engaged by that activity. And this is really more of a hyper short-term goal for 2019, something that I want to work on in the next month to like 3 or 5 months. Something that I want to get done this year and then I can easily get done this year. Um and when I when I say keep track of what you're engaged in for how long that to give it some context, the idea is um meaning is like conscious your conscious sense or your unconscious sense of belonging to something of that meaning giving your life purpose and fulfillment is directly linked to activities that you're engaged in with the proper with the exact correct ratio of effort to in effort to um attention and so for instance when when i'm recording one of these episodes i'm not necessarily thinking about what i'm going to say next it's more of i try to at least make it a stream of consciousness aspect where i'm having a conversation with myself and the easiest example of that is having a conversation or interviewing someone where you're not actually really reading off of a script what you're really doing is naturally allowing your brains to make those connections from point to point theory to theory um topic to topic and before you you ever been doing something where you just before you look up or before you realize that you look up and you've been doing that thing for three and a half hours you're you're engaged your brain without even thinking about it much the way that your brain um like your autonomic nervous system causes you to breathe your conscious self is fully investing in the here and now of that activity and when you find the proper ratio between giving the right amount of conscious effort and achieving that state of you know you finding that meaning and that fulfillment in the activity that's when you that is your kind of like your optimal zone for moving forward with a certain activity goes the same for um you know for reading philosophy engaging in intelligent discussion as it does for physical exercise lifting weights running anything that you can kind of quantify as an activity that you can improve at there is an optimal zone for you to be in where you're the right amount of focused on the activity and exerting effort and you are the right amount of um you know knowledge and um competence at that activity. And so that's one of my goals for 2019 is to start keeping track of when I'm engaged in an activity, when I get that feeling, consciously recognize it and for how long and to increase the numbers of how long I'm involved in those activities. Um another goal and this is kind of this is a little less deep this is actually kind of shallow is just to keep the momentum going at work um having have another couple good months have a good year at work for sure um and get and just kind of get back into the groove um also like to get back into the groove of working out in the morning instead of at night which is something I've been telling myself that I would and could and should start doing for 
you know, at least a month now just to get it, just to kind of get the endorphins flowing before the day begins. Um, I've also got several new books to read and fully digest things that I've just been picking up over the last, last few months that eventually I'll need to read, but I, I also own a ton of books already that I haven't read. Hmm. Excuse me. Um, and then I'm, I need to start writing more as well. I need to put as much content out in different forms, different media, you know, different media forms as much as possible. Um, so whether it's poems, writing articles, writing, you know, commenting on shit online and giving an opinion, like I, I need to be expressing things more often than just verbally got to have some some written expression in there as well which is historically been one of my strong suits anyway so I, I need to not just let that go by the wayside um next we have the the relative short term that those are your hyper hyper short term goals things to do in the next couple months relative short term goals i'm talking things like for 2020 and the next four or five years after that um i want to pay off my student loans that's a big one and Anybody that has student loans will recognize exactly how hard it can be to balance those with other things in your life. Because um, you got to pay them, right? You can't just not pay them. Um, these two are kind of at odds, paying off your student loans versus you know, starting a business of some kind. I see student loans or a heavy amount of student loan debt as a barrier to starting your own business. And so... Um, you know, whether it's creating something from the ground up or right now I'm actually waiting on a friend to finish up his preparations for his own ventures so that I can get involved, um, both, you know, whether it's financially and well, definitely that and definitely, um, you know, hands on involved in the, the running of the business if possible. And, um, so yeah, that's a goal. Obviously, the goal eventually is to become independently wealthy and have to work for no one but myself, but not really feasible right now. Um, I mentioned writing already. I think within the next two to five years, I'd like to publish something, whether it's like a book or a scholarly article, whatever the case may be. Um, I'm not the most creative person when it comes to you know art or drawing or you know music or anything like that. I'm not a musician or a painter. But I got some ideas rolling around up there in my head. So I think it'd be good to get those out onto paper in some form, some constructive form, obviously. I don't just need to be writing a bunch of garbage and nonsense. Um, also, over the next two to five years, I would like to be able to reach a point where I'm confident enough in my, you know, in my knowledge of what's happening around me that I can change this podcast name from Cognizant Incognizance to Cognizant Cognizance. Which I think would be great, you know, the whole idea of recording my thoughts on a weekly basis and assessing my own life for the world to hear and listen to is to be able to um, kind of take myself to the next level. And so that would be a kind of a good symbolic gesture to be able like, and I'm not going to do it if I don't truly believe it, but to be able to kind of signify that I've been able to in at least some aspect or aspects of my life, take it from, all right, yeah, I know that I don't know shit to, all right, I know that I, I know a couple things. I know I know a thing or two now because I might know a thing or two now, but I don't realize it. 
that being said, I definitely realize that I don't know jack shit about a lot of things. Um, and then the last one, this is another Jordan Peterson thing, and it goes along with, um, you know, it goes kind of along with finding out who you are as a person and where your where your morals and your values and your your the limits of those morals and values lie. Um, and I, I think it's it's a really important exercise that I think um, all people should carry out, which and it, it applies pretty broadly to just about every aspect of your life, and that's finding your limits for all things. So finding out the balance. Um, between the the yin and the yang of, of both sides of the coin for every possible aspect of life. So work-life balance, finding out how many hours in a week that you can work and before you absolutely start to shut down and lose productivity versus how much time in a week can you absolutely maximize your socialization and your fun, whether it's like drinking or going to movies or going on dates with people, whatever it is that you do for fun. What's your exact peak level of fun you can have in a week in a day in a month before you start to lose focus on other things what's your exact amount of time that you can spend at work before you start to lose focus and the drive to do other things other than work um financial limits like what's my risk tolerance for investing like what's the absolute amount that i can actually like i need to figure that out i need to figure out how much i can save and still maintain my social life and vice versa, I want to figure out how much I can spend and still achieve my financial goals. Um, we've got limits for exercise and dieting, too, that I want to test and figure out how many times in a week can I work out or how many hours at a time can I work out before it starts to become unproductive and I'm not focused on the workout anymore. Um, how hard and how strict can I go on the diet and follow that and how long can I follow it for before I start to you know, really crack under the pressure and not enjoy it anymore. Um, and I think finding limits in, in all those aspects of your life and more is something that I think we should all probably work on. I'm definitely in need of working on that because, um, I mean, the, every excluding 2018, the last few years of my life have been either one or the other, either really, really fun, like way too much fun or dealing with some shit and not able to continue to have fun and re retain that zest for life. So I think it's, um, I think what I want to do is test my limits for all those different aspects of my life. And so that way I know where those limits are going forward. And for the remainder of my life, essentially, I can eat, uh, obviously always reassess where those limits are based on my current priorities, but it'll be able to give me a good like a, a really good benchmark of and an idea, like a benchmark of where I am versus where I need to go and what I need to do to get there. And then just a, a really good idea of, you know, it's like an allowance almost. It's a, it's a fun allowance or a work allowance where when you use that up, like you got to change it up a little bit. So that's a short term goal. I want to try to do, I'm going to do some A-B testing <laughs> over the, on myself some self-experimentation over the next few years and try to figure that out while I'm still, you know, relatively young so that I have it. Um, and then we have, we have the long-term goals. These are obviously anyone that is familiar with goal setting, you know what I'm talking about. These are things that are, you know, 10 years out, 15 years out, they're, they're long, long-term. And so I, I think that a good one for me, 
Um, I, I really got to go back to school eventually and going to get that graduate degree, whether it's political management, legal studies, whatever the case may be. That's something that I really want to push myself to do and get. Not necessarily because I think it'll get me a better job right off the bat. That's not really the motivation for it. I'm sure that's a possible outcome. But the motivation for it is to prov- just to provide myself with a more enhanced lens with which to view the business world and the world around me uh, from a legal perspective or from a political perspective. To provide myself with with a kind of like a, a fine tooth comb to sift through the, uh, the lice covered hair of society, so to speak, and pull out those little nuggets of truth that otherwise might, I may be examining the exact same phenomenon or the exact same, you know, problem, the ex- looking for the exact same solution, but without that, without a better magnifying glass, so to speak, I want to, I want to kind of 10x my knowledge here so I can really get in, get a look into the DNA of some of the problems that are going on around me, some of the problems I see in my own life, and just some of the different aspects of different societies that are, you know, they're affecting us all on a daily basis. So it's, it's good to have a, a solid framework with which to interpret those. Um, and then again, within the next 10 years, I want to be working for myself or with someone else instead of for someone else. And that I think is really a big goal. And if, if I were to orient myself towards achieving that within the next 10 years, I think a lot of my other goals would fall in place simply because and obviously, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, but I think that's how it might be able to play out because I think the more freedom I have by eliminating the, uh, you know, eliminating Big Brother from your life, eliminating the influence of, you know, someone else as your boss and your taskmaster and providing your own self with the, with the impetus to get you up and get you going and get done what needs to get done, I think all people would be a lot more you know, a lot more apt to achieve more in their lives if they were able to have that freedom. So, um, and obviously, you know, just because I'm setting goals out here, it doesn't mean I'm going to achieve them at all. Doesn't, doesn't mean that I'm going to even remember that I'm setting some of these goals unless I write them down. That being said, again, on the reverse side of the coin here, um, just because I'm working towards these goals doesn't mean I'm achieving them. So I, th- I think when setting a goal, realistic goals are obviously key, but I think r- reminding yourself that you can't just tell yourself a story when you're setting goals. You need to really actually remember what's important and why it's important and why you want those things. Um, and a lot of it comes down to maybe not even acknowledging what's important, but acknowledging what's unimportant is that might even be more essential to working on your goals is acknowledging the things that aren't serving you and the things that are getting in your way as you move on your, your route to achievement. And, um, a perfect example of it was, well, just today in general, the day today and, Um, The Daily Stoic entry that I read this morning, I think if this entry had been on January 4th instead of January 3rd, I don't think I'd be here recording this right now. Um, And I'll share that with you in just a moment here while I get the book. Um, But so 
it this today was it was a great reminder and the month of january by the way is clarity and so this was a great reminder to that gave me some some just initial clarity right here at the outset of the first month of the year um some initial clarity on just what what is important right now because um i mentioned earlier that some friends from work are having a party tonight um my friend our friend will is having a little get together at his apartment and it could have been really really easy for me to just say ah yeah you know what i'll do it i'll do it on friday i'll i'll record tomorrow i'll go to the gym tomorrow too like i don't really feel like doing any of that tonight i'll just go hang out with these guys that sounds like a good idea it sounds like a good time um however i i obviously did not go do that because i'm here doing this and when i was invited to this event it was really hard for me to say no initially because i wanted to go i had all i had different people coming up to me saying oh when we you going over to wills like la di da so on and so forth people are asking me about it and i'll see you there la di da and it was very hard initially for me to say no and then i got to thinking like oh, you you have so much to do and it's it's not going to get done if you don't do it now like you need to do it and it was partially probably mostly because i read this um daily stoic entry this morning um again the the subject of the month of january is clarity and the the title of the article 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 it's not an article it's a passage the title of the passage is be ruthless to the things that don't matter now it's not to say that these people don't matter or having fun doesn't matter and cutting loose a little bit doesn't matter but um within the context of achieving your goals and the goals that I want to set for myself and want to achieve within the next month, 3 months, 8 months, year, 5 years, 10 years that was not that is not an optimal activity for me that doesn't in, that would not serve any of my goals and again this passage was something that served me very well remembering it and I'm so very glad that I read this this morning um because again I wouldn't be here doing this right now and I wouldn't be going to the gym afterwards and the passage goes as such starts with a quote from Seneca um how many have laid waste to your life when you weren't aware of what you were losing how much was wasted in pointless grief foolish joy greedy desire and social amusements how little of your own was left to you you will realize you are dying before your time This is from Seneca's On the Brevity of Life which I think I have a new copy of that coming in the mail now that I think about it. Um and so the rest of the passage goes on to say one of the hardest things to do in life is to say no to invitations, to requests, to obligations, to the stuff that everyone else is doing. Even harder is saying no to certain time-consuming emotions, anger, excitement, distraction, obsession, lust. None of these impulses feels like a big deal by itself, but run amok, they can become a commitment just like anything else. If you're not careful, these are precisely the impositions that will overwhelm and consume your life. Do you ever wonder how you can get some of your time back, how you can feel less busy? Start by learning the power of no, as in no thank you and no I'm not going to get caught up in that and no I just can't do that right now. It may hurt some feelings, it may turn people off, it may take some hard work on your part. 
But the more you say no to the things that don't truly matter, the more you can say yes to the things that do. This will let you live and enjoy your life, the life that you want. Whew. See, powerful stuff right in there because, again, if I hadn't read that this morning, I would not be sitting here recording this. I would be over there drinking and having a really good time right now, but I wouldn't be serving myself. I wouldn't be serving my fitness goals. I wouldn't be serving my content creation goals. I wouldn't be serving the commitment that I've made to myself, which is to do this every week. And I should have done it two days ago, so I'm already too late and... I think that was another big part of why I was there is because I realized, hey, look, you're not doing yourself any favors by putting this off another night and going out and drinking and having fun and sitting around and not doing anything productive. You're really not doing yourself any favors. Excuse me. And um, yeah, I, I think I have put out some pretty lofty goals in front of myself and that's for a very good reason. Um, excuse me, my computer's gonna like restart on me. I can't have that. Um, one second, yep, okay, good to go. So yeah, I've put some pretty lofty goals out in front of myself and some of these things like writing a book in the next couple of years, I don't know what I'm gonna write a book on, but if I don't sit down and focus on that, if I'm gonna place importance on that, but I don't, I don't acknowledge that importance and I don't acknowledge the unimportant things in my life that are getting in the way of what I want to get done, then I'm never going to get anything done. Um, which I think is something that we all fall trap, like fall prey to. You fall into that trap all the time. Whereas, you know, it doesn't, it could be something as easy as, you know, some guy cuts you off in traffic and you speed up to like cut him off back. Well, what, what are you doing there? Sure. You might be getting revenge on that guy in the short term, but you also might get pulled over in the process of that. And what you've allowed to happen is you're, you've allowed anger to take precedent over your goal. Maybe you have a financial goal. You're trying to save up to buy a house, but now you've gotten a parking ticket and you had a headlight out and now you got four tickets to deal with and a bunch of fines. And that's cutting into your financial goal of saving to buy your house. And so what you've allowed, what you've allowed to happen in indulging that small, seemingly harmless emotion there is you've allowed something that's truly unimportant to you to get in the way of something that truly is. And you've lost, you've lost track of your priorities. And so I told you all of that to tell you this, basically, um, I hope that, I hope that everyone that's listening to this and even those that aren't is... I hope that everyone involved in, you know, the the rat race that many of us find ourselves in and just your daily life, I hope that you are, you know, truly making the most of your time, truly valuing what's important and valuing your own time so as to create this, you know, to create a better life for yourself and not only to create a better life, but to create a life that is truly yours because I think at the end of the day, there's not much, there's no greater shame than living a life that is not one that you've chosen. Living a life that's been chosen for you or that you have not chosen by allowing other things to affect your actions and affect your train of thought and affect your your 
your motivation. So, um, I think with that, I will leave you all and I will mark down that I've been engaged in an activity that was beneficial for me in for about 40 minutes now since I finished the intro. Um, one last thing before I let you, before I, you know, let this go here before I stop, um, hopefully within the next couple weeks, the next couple episodes, we'll have a new intro recorded and some new background music. Um, thanks to my good buddy, Derek Teeter. Uh, we spoke before the weekend. Um, he's got some, um, equipment issues to sort out that he's working on. And obviously I've got some coordination issues to work on. So, um, he's a great producer he's make he makes his own music he has a degree in making music he, he knows exactly what he's doing he makes great tracks great tunes he's on soundcloud i don't have his exact handle in front of me right now i don't have his exact handles for anything else in front of me either but ideally by next episode i'll be able to advertise all of that for you guys i know he's dt's on soundcloud with a couple other different um couple other different characters in there so um check him out on soundcloud instagram twitter facebook he's all over social media and um hopefully starting next week possibly the week after that i'll be able to um introduce you guys to some of his music he's been gracious enough to offer to help me out with that and um i'm really excited to see what he comes up with you know he knows exactly my tastes considering we've been friends for 15 years so um yeah with that i will bid you guys adieu and that's not how you say goodbye with a french accent but um yeah thanks for listening have a great night talk to you next week